It's been a few days since we've had a video on Dallas Mavericks today, and in that time, Luka Doncic became a daddy for the second time. Congrats to Devin Booker for now being a big brother because his little sister Gabriella has been born. That's obviously a joke, tongue-in-cheek, because Luka is Devin Booker's daddy. But, hey, in all seriousness, congrats to Luka and his fiancée. Uh, they kept this under wraps, Coop. Nobody and, knew. Uh, I don't blame him because uh, Luka's in the spotlight enough as it is. Yeah, no, it's awesome. He only missed that one game and, uh, you know, gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. So, congrats to Luka. Congrats to Dante Exum as well. Both of uh, the Mavs having a lots of kids around here lately. Listen, the uh, a lot of new Mavs daddies recently. That's all. That, that's always awesome as a father of an almost eight month old now, Luca Dante. If by some tiny chance you're watching this, it's the most special journey you will go on. So, congrats to you guys and uh, best of luck uh, as uh, the first few weeks can be a little tough there. I, I'm guessing these two have enough resources around yeah, them to... Uh... I, 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 think <laughs> I think they'll be more than fine. But yeah. yes, congrats to the new Mavs dads. And we did have a new Luka mode unlocked. Daddy Luka. He went off against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That game was a little crazy. The Mavs were down 24. Luka brought them all the way back uh, to up six. He scored 30-0 run. 30-0 run. And the Mavs still ended up losing, but... Luca absolutely went off in this game, and one of the most historic games of his career. Yeah, he was really good uh, in that first game after uh, becoming a dad, 36-15 and 18. I mean, it wasn't the 60-point triple-double or whatever that was last year. Almost Was it a triple-double? That, that was against the Knicks. I don't remember if it was a triple-double or 60 not. 60-piece, whatever that was, but um, he was really good. And look, while we're obviously um, talking about the excitement of him, coming a dad and all that stuff uh, and how good he was in this game. And I don't want to downplay that. The Mavs are kind of in a funk all of a sudden. For sure. They're not playing great basketball. The defense is a problem. Um, you know, it, it's they started out hot. There's going to be ebbs and flows of an 82-game season. We all understand that. But um, it'd be nice to go on a little streak again here uh, to kind of expand above uh further above 500 than they currently sit at what 11 and 8 right now 11 and 8 yeah and if you take a look at the next five games you have some winnable ones in there For the sure. jazz coming up on wednesday and portland on friday those are the games as a result of not making the in-season tournament quarterfinals uh so they play those and then they have the grizzlies again who embarrassed them frankly last yeah. night they they got embarrassed by the grizzlies that was up. without luca yes no luca in that game so you have to come back and win this and then you have the lakers and timberwolves who are both playing really good ball right now so you have you have a stretch here to try to right the ship a little bit, but yeah, it hasn't been uh, all smooth sailing for the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean, I look at that Memphis game in particular. Like that's the third time you play them without Ja Morant. You've split the first two. You can't lose two of three when Ja's out. Like that that's just the game you need to go win. Uh, in Memphis, Utah at home, they've been a pretty big disappointment this year. Portland is in complete rebuild. I know it's a road game, but that's the game you need to get. I mean, it'd be nice to get the next three. I mean, they're they're all for gettable sure. and. Uh, Get the next three, maybe split those next two after that little four and one stretch. That would get you to fifteen and nine, and uh, certainly have you back on the right track. Yeah, you're feeling a lot better about themselves. And the, the kind of rule of thumb here in the NBA is, what do you look like around Christmas? That's kind of when teams really start to take shape, and you really start to see who the contenders and who the pretenders are. Hopefully, the Mavs are contenders, and I think we'll learn a lot about them over the next two and a half weeks. Yeah, no doubt about it. Show Lucas some love. Type dad in the comments, and if you're a dad as well. Uh, type dad twice uh, to let it be I known, it. and uh, I'll be typing dad uh, twice because I'm showing love to Luca, and I am also 
uh, a dad as well. Congrats to Luca. Congrats to Dante Exum. Don't want to exclude him here either, uh, as they both had children recently. Okay, uh, we are sponsored by Prize Picks on today's show, and Coop and I have been having a blast playing Prize Picks recently. Had college football championship weekend, NFL every week, NBA almost every single night. College hoops is back as well. NHL. PrizePicks.com slash CLNS is where you go to sign up. Use code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. It's very simple how you play. You pick anywhere from two to six players. can be in the same sport, different sports, etc. And if they will go for more or less than their stat projections. Coop, what do you have cooked up for us here? Yeah, a little in-season tournament action tonight. We got the Suns and the Lakers. I got Kevin Durant more than 29 points. I got LeBron more than 26 points. And I got Anthony Davis less. Then 25 and a half, I think he'll have he'll struggle a little tonight. Uh, he's been a little up and down this year, so I could certainly see that happen. And that is $10 to win 50. You can win up to 25 times your entry uh, with a six-player entry. The more players you enter, the more bang for your buck. Obviously, uh, tougher to hit on those, so it's kind of a risk-reward situation. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Use our code CLNS to get a deposit match up to $100. Coop, we need to talk about a player who you and I had big expectations for yeah. this offseason and even at one point thought would be this team's sixth man, Jaden Hardy, who just seems to be stuck in the mud here, Coop. He has not played at a high level this year, and honestly, that's led to him not being in this rotation for the most part. Yeah, and we'll talk about this a little further later, but I think there are a couple of reasons why he hasn't really been in the rotation. Here's what his stats are so far this year, just six points. 38.5% uh, from the field, less than 30% from three on, on less than three attempts. He just really hasn't gotten an opportunity this year, and I think part, part of the main, well, I would say the main reason why is because Tim Hardaway Jr. is still on this roster. If he wasn't on this roster, I think Hardy would be playing a lot more, uh, but the fact that Tim is still here, you have to play him because Tim is better than Hardy, and I think we all know that. It's kind of stunted his growth and development a little bit as a player. Yeah, and look... That part of it probably isn't fair to Hardy, it's but, at not, the, no. but at the same time, when he's had it, when he's gotten his chances, he hasn't played well. Like, yeah, and that's exactly what I was going to bring up with with Kyrie and Hardaway out versus Oklahoma City. The Mavs started and played Seth Curry thirty six minutes. Hardy just played fifteen off the bench. He just didn't take his opportunities. They clearly don't like where he's at right now. They, yeah, I mean, they, I think, they don't like where he's at, and I'm not sure exactly what it is, whether it's on defense or his on the ball IQ and whatnot. But yeah, he, he isn't trusted by this coaching staff right now. And that's been shown. Yeah. And look, I mean, the problem with Jaden Hardy is a couple things. One, he's kind of a tweener on offense. Like he's not a point guard, but he's not that effective as an off ball scorer. Exactly. So you, you need don't the really ball. know what he is. You need the ball in his hand. Like I, I've always said this, like if he reaches his potential, I think he can be a Monte Ellis type of player in this league where He's not really a point guard, but he can, you know, run the offense as a scoring first type of player for a second unit, maybe uh, in a starting five, but probably never next to Luka, obviously. Um, but it's not just Tim still being here, Coop. It's Tim's playing well. Like, if Tim wasn't playing well, I think Hardy would give more opportunities, but you got to play Tim. I mean, well, with Luka and Kyrie here, you're going to play your best players. Like, you're trying to win – and I don't think right now, with the way Jaden Hardy's playing, he, they feel like he's a winning piece at this exact moment. That doesn't mean yeah. he can't be. We've seen him be a really good player early on in his career, but just right now, he's in a bit of a funk. Yeah, it can change a little bit for sure. I think they still also like Seth Curry as well, so that's another 
another hurdle that Hardy will have to clear. So, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it's over for him by any means. But as of right now, I think he's and, – and it's not fair to compare this, but it's kind of like Christian Wood where the coaching staff just doesn't trust him to play in these big moments. That's it's we've seen it over time. I mean, if if they did, he would have played more than fifteen minutes without those two guys. Yeah, and I think what it happens now, Coop, is they seemed and we don't know for sure, but it seemed like they were reluctant to trading him in the offseason for a bigger position of need. I wonder if the door to move him is now open. Yeah, has uh, that has that thinking changed within the Mavericks front office? I'm not sure. I still I think if they were to, to find a big trade here at the deadline that they think could really push them into contending for the Western Conference and Hardy had to be involved, I think there would be less hesitancy to do that. Yeah, because you know what you have in Seth Curry. He's got, he can shoot the ball really well. Tim Hardaway, he's up and down, but we know what he brings to the table and you know, I, I, I'm not as let's get Tim out of here as I was this offseason. I mean, he's he's played some pretty good yeah, basketball. Yeah, he's been good, him. and by all accounts, he's been a good teammate as well and still seems happy to be with the Mavericks, whereas on media day, he didn't really seem happy to be. But I guess they defined his role, and he's been happy with it so far, and he's played really well this year. So what do you guys think? You think Jaden Hardy's a Mav next year, type Y for yes, type N for no? I'm not sure he's a Mav past the deadline. If I'm being completely yeah. honest, because we said it all offseason, Coop, you have a log jam at that two spot. And through almost 20 games, it seems like out of all of them, Seth Curry's been out of the rotation at times too. But it seems like Hardy's the biggest odd man out right now because when Curry plays, he shoots the ball efficiently. We know that. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would say no right now. And hopefully that changes because I do like Jaden Hardy, but we'll see what happens. But if we're, if we're saying right now, I'm going to type my N for no. My wife for yes and for no. A couple of injury notes, really just one, plus Dante Axum uh, coming back after uh, having a child. Kyrie Irving back at practice, that's good. It kind of just seems like he's going to have to battle this foot thing all year. Coop. Yeah, a foot kind is a thing that doesn't really go away unless you get a significant extended break, and they really can't give Kyrie that right now, so they'll be yeah. managing this. Throughout the season, and then obviously Dante Exum with the birth of his daughter was out, but he is back. Not practicing uh, over the weekend was Grant Williams, Maxi Kleba, and Josh Green. The Josh Green thing is weird, man. I don't think they really know what's going on there. They said he's going to be reevaluated, so we'll see what happens with Green, but it sounds like he could be out for, for an extended time. Yeah, I wonder if he's just got like some elbow tendonitis or something like that. We know Kleba's always dealing with stuff. Uh, the Grant Williams one out of all these three, like you really can't afford to lose him too because you're already thin at kind of that bigger three, four type, yeah. type of spot, especially with Kleba being in and out constantly. So you need him back out there. It seemed like he kind of has hit an early season wall, Coop. Like he came out of the gates firing. Yeah, he was awesome. Hasn't played as well since. I wonder if he's had a big a bit of a nagging knee issue over the last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, hopefully not serious. I think we'll see what the injury report says for tomorrow's game. Uh, but hopefully it's not too serious. Maybe he misses one or two games. The Maxi Kleba thing's weird. He hasn't even been cleared to run yet by doctors. Mm. So he's at least a few weeks away at minimum. Yeah, not great. Not great, Bob. Uh, but uh, Mavs back in action against the Jazz tomorrow. That's a big one, Coop. You need to handle them at home, no doubt about yes, it. Yes, need to handle them. And it, for you Mavs fans that may not get to go to a couple games, the Mavs are offering $15 tickets because of the last-minute scheduling. Uh, trying to fill the building up. So go go right. see a Mavs game. Go check it out. Cheap tickets. Uh, go over to the AAC. Uh, he's Jeffrey Cooperstein. I'm Harrison Graham. We will see you guys soon with more Mavericks coverage.